Welcome to The Throne Room Sessions, a podcast where you will learn how to discover your calling, live your purpose, and fulfill your destiny. Now, here's your host, Chantel Davis. Good day and welcome to this episode of The Throne Room Sessions. I'm Chantel Davis, and I trust that you will be blessed by the session today. I want us to just start off by praying and really setting our focus on Jesus. Jesus, I thank you for every person listening right now from all over the world. I pray that by your spirit you touch every heart. I pray for faith to be stirred. I thank you for mighty testimonies that's coming forth. Because every time that your word goes out, it carries divine power and it never returns unto you void. I proclaim the blessing favor of God into the person listening right now. I thank you, Jesus, that as we focus on your word, that you bring revelation. I thank you that you guide my speech, that I will only speak the divine oracles of God. I thank you, Jesus. You are mighty to save. I thank you for a fresh revelation to come today. I thank you for every heart that has felt far from you, that has maybe moved away because of... um, doubt or fear anything that has happened in their lives um, and they started to doubt if you are even real i call them back today i pray for a fresh fire to fill your child today i thank you lord jesus that you always keep on knocking and i proclaim over this person listening right now that you will be set ablaze for jesus that you are part of the end time harvest that you are an end time revivalist It doesn't matter if you're in full-time ministry, if you're a working mom, if you're a businessman, if you're in um, uh, economics, if you are um, in government, whatever you're doing, if you're an actor, if you are an artist, it does not matter. What matters is that you yield to the calling of the Lord in your life. You are first and foremost a Christian. You are first and foremost here to present the body of Christ. And then secondary is the gifting that Jesus has given you. So I want to stir your faith today to say that Jesus is calling you afresh. I present to you no more condemnation and shame for anything that has happened in your life up to this point. This is a fresh start. Today is a new day. I proclaim over you the new mercies that is there for you as the Lord Jesus is taking you by the hand. I would want to encourage you if you are spirit filled that you will pray in the spirit with me right now. Let's just pray in the spirit for a minute or two. Let's set our eyes and our focus. I want you to focus your mind on things above. I want you to determine in your heart right now that this broadcast will have an impact in your life and that the Lord has a word for you. What is very important is that you will stop your mind from wandering. Focus your thoughts on Jesus and then your breakthrough will come. Come on, I want you to pray with me right now. Things are moving, things are shifting. As you are focusing yourself in the Spirit, don't just listen to me. I want you to um, connect your faith with mine because today will be a powerful time as the Word 
uh, of God comes forth and he wants to bring you a fresh revelation. He wants to show you what it is that you should do in the following season of your life. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Keep on doing that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your name. You are the light of the world. You are the God who came in the flesh so that you can die the death to pay the penalty, to pay the price that was needed to bring people into your kingdom. We exalt your name, O Holy God. We proclaim that you are the true, the living one. There is no end to you. There is no beginning to you. The great I am. I thank you, Jesus, that you are all-powerful, that you are the only way to the Father, that there is no limitation to your wisdom, that your healing power knows no limit. There is no end to your loving kindness. Your blood in your body will always carry power. I thank you for setting up a miracle meal as we feast upon your word today, the living bread. I thank you for a quickening in everybody where there is sickness in your body. I thank you, Jesus, that you heal this person right now. You are healed. I want you to even right now just thank him for your healing. Proclaim that over you. If you've got sickness in your body, I want you to lay your hand on the area. If you've got anything in the mind, any um, mental disturbance, thoughts that have come your way, I rebuke a spirit of confusion over you right now, I rebuke a spirit of lethargy, I rebuke any spirit that wants to derail your future, that comes to say to you that your Christian walk has not been real, that you have been trying your best but God is not um, happy with you, I come against those lies now in Jesus name, in Jesus name, that your faith is accompanied by works. And that you will walk and run your journey. You are not going to fall away in this season. You are going to get even more fiery for the Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you set hearts ablaze for you. You pull people away from religion, away from dead works, but into your presence that carries power. I thank you for encounters with you right now that we will be able to see in the spiritual realm in the mighty name of jesus come on if you believe this if this is your portion today i just want you to take one good second and praise jesus say it out loud you see there's power in thoughts but the power is in the words that's been spoken many times we pray in secret to the lord we say but he hears our thoughts but i want to say to you it's the words that you utter out of your mouth that carries the power to determine your destiny so start thanking jesus with your mouth start thanking jesus that your situation is even changing today hallelujah hallelujah i pray that the peace of god floods you right now wherever you might find yourself may the peace of god flood you right now 
I'm privileged to be sitting outside right now. You might hear a few dogs barking, a few um, uh, birds chirping in the background, the wind lightly blowing. It's the most beautiful day, absolute peace of God that's surrounding us right now. And despite the background noises and just the normal activity of life that's happening, I want you to know that even in whatever situation you're finding yourself, um, whether there are children that's screaming around you, um, whether there are cars um, and you are in the traffic, whether there are colleagues around you, that you can choose to still your heart and your mind so that you can hear the voice of the Lord as He speaks to you today. I want to talk to you about the unspoken journey to greatness. The unspoken journey towards greatness. I want you to remember that we are on this journey and we are going from glory to glory. One degree of greatness to another degree of greatness. Yes, that's what the Word of God says. That His light shines ever brighter and brighter as He pulls us closer to Him. And I want you to please note that you should never get caught in the trap to think that the blood of Jesus was only there for you and was only applicable when you first got saved. Now I'm assuming that you have accepted the Lord Jesus in your heart. If you haven't, I'll give you an opportunity to accept the Lord Jesus later in this broadcast. But I'm assuming that you have bowed your knee to the Lord and you've accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, as your master and your very best friend. But you see, the trap that the devil wants us to fall into is that, that we think that only when we came to Christ for the very first time, out of our severe sin that was um, visible for all to see, um, maybe He saved you and you had a needle in your arm from drugs that you were doing. Maybe He saved you um, and, and you were just a thief. Or maybe you killed someone. I don't know your situation. Maybe you were just an adulterer. I don't know what your story is. But the powerful conversion that you had, um, that was amazing. And then you made the choice that you were laying that life down and you're coming to Christ Jesus. And you might have been journeying with Him for a while. And things have started coming up in your life. Um, it's hidden things. No one sees it. It's unbelief. It's maybe thoughts that have entered your mind. And the enemy wants to say to you that you're not good enough. He wants to take you out. He wants to actually derail you. He wants to ensure that you become lukewarm, what the Word of God speaks about. You are still saved, but you're not on fire anymore. You might be finding yourself where you're not passionate about the things of God anymore. You might find yourself where you're still reading your Bible out of... Um, uh, out of out of principle, but that you don't find the revelation jumping off the pages like it used to when you first saved. And I want to say to you today that this is the Lord Jesus that's giving you an opportunity afresh to say to you that His blood was not only applicable when you first bowed your knee. You see, the cross is always relevant. The cross is always there for you. And the power of the Christian is to know that your victory lies at the foot of the cross, that you are always welcome to call upon the name of Jesus again. Whenever you find yourself that life has um, taken you away, pulled you into directions where you're further from Jesus that you want to be, and now you feel like maybe you can't come to him anymore, maybe you have disappointed him, maybe he is not um, approving of where you are currently 
and the default that we fall into is to move further away from him to feel like we can't come to him and pray to um, talk about him and not to him anymore but today that changes because he's saying to you that your victory is always at the cross you can always come running to him again you can always come and speak to him like a friend and I want to give you the opportunity today to run to the cross again and to say Lord because of busyness of life because of trials and tribulation maybe there was sickness maybe COVID-19 caught you off guard maybe you've lost a job I'm not sure what your, your situation specifically is but the Lord Jesus says to you that his cross is relevant for you today he's inviting you back like that very first day where you met him hallelujah you don't have to refer back to years ago when you got saved now the lie and the trap of the enemy is that you can never be authentic with him once again that if you've been maybe tripped up in something else maybe you've fallen back into some of the old habits that you used to have maybe someone came to entice you with a drug again or with uh, a little bit of pornography but you're not caught like you used to um, but now the devil wants to say to you you and I know, both know what, what you've been up to and, and you've forsaken Jesus but I want to say to you right now that Jesus is compassionate he knows everything about you in any way so he's inviting you to come back to him today and um, you see when you first got saved there was possibly major signs of your conversion maybe you were freed from addiction or major rejection and and and, and things like brokenness maybe you were a thief or a fornicator like I said previously maybe you actually murdered someone um, and, and, and when you turned to him then, there was a great conversion. Everyone was able to see that you were a changed person. And you see, um, those initial signs is wonderful because that causes us to be absolutely on fire for Jesus. We want to tell everyone about him. And, um, but as your journey continues with him, that is where you might find that he doesn't answer your prayers as quickly as he did. You see, the reason why a brand new Christian, when you just get saved and you pray, and maybe you sow a 20 rand because you just got a hold of the principle of sowing and reaping. Now you sow a 20 rand or $20 or some euros, and quickly, the next day, the next week, there's already a harvest. You buy someone a bread in line, and the, the following week, someone comes and put groceries at your door. You maybe had a headache and you pray for it and there's an immediate manifestation of healing and you are so on fire for God and you see the reason why that happens it just says that signs wonders and miracles are actually for the unbeliever it is for the ones who don't believe in the power of Christ so that they can have that manifestation so that they can believe that he is real and then when you find that you have journeyed with him for a few years now you are maturing you see he is refining you Every single child of God has to go through the process of purification and refinement. Here is where you find yourself. You are praying, you are fasting for something, but the results don't come immediate. And now you are wondering, where are you, Lord? Don't you hear me anymore? You're trying to go over into works. Um, you're trying to be self-righteous. You see? 
you're trying to work it on your own you're trying to put on a mask of i have um, been walking with jesus so look how good i am but i want to warn you today that you should not fall into the trap of being self-righteous because we cannot save ourselves you see the moment when we accepted the lord he says that we have become the righteousness of god that means it's undeserved that means it is his grace that puts that on us he clothes you with a robe of righteousness that means that he removed your sins as far as the east is from the west when he looks upon us he doesn't see our tainted and our stained past anymore he sees the robe of righteousness that means you are clothed with the robe of jesus he sees you through the blood and i want to remind you of that that you are the righteousness of god you can't work your way to please him you can be your way to please him right it's through the virtue of relationship that power flows you see paul said that the very things that he does not want to do those things he does meaning that there is ongoing inner struggles that he faced you see these things wants to keep you out of god's presence because this is now where the inward struggle comes you might not be uh, tempted to to steal anymore you might not be um, caught up in addiction smoking around the corner um, uh, drinking you might not be lying um, like you used to whatever it might have been and I've been there trust me I'm not preaching at you I'm, I'm talking to you from a place of being really honest and, and, and authentic with you because I have tasted and seen how this works so when you've been saved for a while then comes the inner struggles these are the inner demons that I want to say that you have to work with work work through now you might say to me Chantal but if I'm filled with the Holy Spirit now you say there's inner demons that's right because the moment when you get saved you become righteous right so you are transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light immediately just like that kingdom of light now you become a citizen a partaker but there are things in your life that didn't change your skin color didn't change you're still walking on the earth you're still in the flesh here there are things in your soul realm where rejection was taking place where, where hurts were where wrong mindsets wrong thought patterns um, habits etc those things are still there they have to be subjected to the word of god that is where you become renewed by the washing of the word this is where your faith is being stirred because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god so this is where you have to sit under the word this is where you have to learn the disciplines of being taught the principles of god this is where the kingdom starts being made manifest in you it's one thing to just declare i am a new creation in christ nothing will be impossible for me i am the head not the tail i am blessed in the city i am blessed in the field i am always on top i'm never at the bottom i am rich i am not poor great you have to confess those things but confession has to be backed up by action you see it's when you align your action when you truly crucify the flesh when you allow the word of god that penetrates between bone and marrow right between the flesh and the blood uh, when when you allow the word of god to come even if it's offending you see the word of god will be offensive to the flesh 
because it speaks things that's contrary. It's not always kind. It's not always just soothing. You see, Jesus, we think that he was in Afrikaans, you'd say, Lieve Jesus. Um, uh, dear Lord Jesus, or no, what's the word? Can't get to it now. Um, precious Jesus, whatever. Always just kind. You might think of him as this guy with the halo and he just loves everyone, hugs everyone, covers everyone. Uh, and, and though he is love in manifestation, you see he's the bringer of truth. His mouth when he speaks is like a sword. It cuts. It cuts between what we find acceptable um, and what we have uh, allowed in our lives and what his word says. You see his word is above. He even exalts his word above his name. That's how powerful his word is. So that's where you will find that if you read the scripture, you will many find times find that you get to places where the, the scripture is challenging you. And you want to just ignore those portions and you just want to read that uh, God is love and, and, uh, and all these beautiful things. And that is so true. But you have to allow the portions of scripture that tests you. You see, he is a refiner. And we are like precious metals. So when you go through the fire, he says that you won't even smell of smoke when you go through it. But you have to allow, when you truly want to become useful in the kingdom, you have to remain rooted to the branch and to the vine. And the vine will pump you full of his blood. And it will flush out toxins. It will flush out everything that is con con contrary to his word. Because he wants you to resemble him. We are made in his image and likeness. Paul even says that I strive for perfection. Now you see, we want to justify that and say, but there's no perfection. We are mere sinners saved by grace. If you've said that, I want to challenge that. Because that is what I said for the longest time. I am a sinner saved by grace. It sounds amazing. It sounds very humble. But you see, the statement that you make is still I am a sinner I am a sinner and then the grace covers it up but God calls us to go beyond sinning he says I've called you to be holy be holy as I am holy that's a higher realm that's a higher dimension that is a crucifying of the flesh that is carrying your cross walking after him and allowing him to wash your mind to come and say uh-uh that, that, that action that you had right now, that does not reflect me. You see that the way that you reacted right now towards your spouse, spouse with a, a bitter comment or with pride, uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't sit well with me. That's not what I want you to do. And that was where you can come to a place where you constantly allow him. And you say, sorry, Lord. Refine me, Lord. Teach me, Jesus. I confess that I've sinned against you. Lord, help me in my weakness. Help me in my unbelief. Yes. Because you see in your flesh, your flesh wants to oppose everything of the Spirit. The flesh wants to not die to self. The flesh wants to be prideful. The flesh wants to say, I have transformed enough now. That's enough. I don't want to go further. I don't want to lose my reputation. I don't want to lose what I have built up. But you see, the Lord will allow you. He is the potter. We are the clay. He will even allow you. If he's got a great calling for your life, he will break down what you thought was his best for your life. 
Yes, is that true? Can it be? Yes, we're going through tastings. We're always going through tastings. If you want to be used greatly of God, be sure that He's going to test you often. I want to say that to you again. No one has ever been used greatly by God without being tested very often. Very often. Very often. And I want you to even say right now, Lord, if there is anything in me that is displeasing to you, come and highlight that. Come and magnify that by your spirit. Come and show that to me so that I can be a changed person. I allow you, Lord, to come with your sword and come and cut that out. Refine me, Lord Jesus. If you've been someone who speaks very quickly, I want to say to you, tame your tongue. Be quick to listen. Quick to hear. Discern. And slow to speak. Slow to get angry. I'm telling you this because this was something that tripped me up. In Jesus' name, I pray for the spirit of deliverance that you will be set free from everything that is within you, in your soul realm that has not been delivered. In Jesus' name, I come against the spirit of infirmity. I come against the spirit of rebellion. I come against the spirit of witchcraft. I come against the spirit of death. I come against the spirit of, uh, of iniquity that is still inside of you, that wants to trip you up, that wants to ensure that you don't walk into your destiny. Because you see, God has got a great plan for your life. But so does the enemy. And if you don't submit to God, then the enemy won't flee from you. Because we are quick to quote, the enemy resists the devil and he will flee. No, it says submit to God. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. So let's get back to this place. That you will be righteous, not self-righteous. Paul said the things he doesn't want to do, he still does. These inner struggles. These things like bitterness. Um, we are we are very good with our relationship with the Lord. We are very good to pray and go into our inner closet. But then we walk with bitterness towards our colleague, our pastor, our lover, our children, our family. Pray that bitterness, the root of bitterness, will be uprooted today. Disappointment. You see, disappointment is something that happens when you thought your life was going a certain way. You thought your marriage will look a certain way. You thought your children will react in a certain way. But now they don't. Now you thought sickness will never come close to you. But you are sick in your body. You thought that you are going to be a millionaire by the age of 25 or 40 or whatever it might be. Now you are not there. Disappointment sets in. And you see disappointment is a strategy from the enemy. To plant a flagpole in your life which keeps you from moving forward. It puts disappointment. It puts a thing of where you thought my destiny is not the way that I thought it should be. My marriage looks different. And just because it's different, I want to say to you, don't think because different, uh, it's different uh, that it's bad. Different might as well be what God has planned for you. Your journey is not like everyone else's. I break off of you right now any spirit of uh, uh, competing any spirit of comparison towards other people's lives you are not another person you are in your own race the word of god says run your race unto completion we get tripped up when we look at everyone else's races we look behind us we look at the one that is ahead of us we look beside us in uh, one of the other lanes and we get tripped up 
but the smallest things because we see that someone else is ahead in their journey we see that someone else has the things that we have desired we see that someone else has got the things that we've been praying for I even feel strongly right now if you have been wanting a child but you've not gotten that child yet and you have become angry and bitter at everyone else that has got children and you're feeling in your heart and you've been saying to yourself they have no idea what it feels like if they only knew and you've even gotten to the point where you have wished that someone else didn't have the blessings I want to say to you right now repent before the Lord come before him today lay that down because comparison and 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 envy of someone else's journey is not going to bring yours into fruition I want to say to you this as well the Lord might look like he is late but in your life he will never be late he's always on time endure your process that you're going through endure the testing that you're going through the Lord is bringing you through like fine gold like pure precious metals and I want to say to you hold on to your victory speak it out of your mouth don't say why has things not happened yet say thank you Lord that at the right time you will bring me into the perfect will of God and you will add no sorrow of it the blessing of the Lord makes a person rich physically and spiritually and he adds no sorrow to it in Jesus name don't go and create an Ishmael where God has an Isaac for you don't want to sidestep the process skip uh, out of the boat jump ship because you feel that you are ready for something and it has not manifested yet it shall come to pass in the perfect season in Jesus name thank you father for an acceleration as this person is right now yielding yielding and and heeding to your word and accepting the process and enduring the process and renewing their mind and um, endeavoring to study the scripture and endeavoring to have a heart that is set ablaze for you that you will bring everything to completion what you have promised for them in Jesus name hallelujah so I want to remind you as I started off that the cross is always relevant for you if you have felt like you have gone just a few degrees off course because of disappointment bitterness hatred pride um, jealousy anger rage whatever it might be come to the cross again today the Lord says to you again today is your day of salvation don't harden your hearts don't close your ear when I'm calling upon you today is the day where I can set you back on course and I want to de um, declare and proclaim to you that the Lord will give you back the years that the locust has stolen if you will get back into alignment with what it is that the Lord is saying to you some of you need to get back to church some of you need to go and make right where you've been offended with your pastor because they didn't see your gifting where you've been offended with your boss or your 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 leader because you feel like they didn't see what you bring to the table sometimes the Lord will take you through seasons where you are not seen and it's to refine you it's to ensure that your character is right for when he positions you in Jesus name so the power of the cross is amplified and it is demonstrated I want to say this to you again the power of the cross of Jesus is amplified and demonstrated every single time that a believer acknowledges their desperate need for Jesus today as you acknowledge 
your desperate need for Jesus. I don't care if you're a minister of the gospel, if you've been saved for 20 or 50 years, today is the day where you can say, Lord, I just need to come back to you. I've been doing these things on my own. I've been so busy working the things of God. I've been so busy working for you that I've forgotten to spend time with you. I feel lonely and burned out, Lord. I feel isolated. I feel poor in spirit. But I thank you that today your blood is enough for me. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you even to go as soon as this um, broadcast is over to grab your communion element. Go and get the body and the blood. He says, as often as you get together, think of me. So that the power of the miracle meal can come into your life to drink. I proclaim that your destiny is being set in line today. In Jesus' name. Run to the Father. Run to the Father today. He's standing there with arms wide open. Not condemning you. He's not there uh, to hit you. To judge you. He says to you, come back. I've been knocking on the door of your heart. You've been hard-headed. Hard-hearted. Hearted. Today you are coming back. Because I've got a purpose for you. I need you in this end time. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I want to say to you, don't get disappointed. Disappointed when you are so aware of your own shortcomings. You know that you've got a short temper. Or you know that you get disappointed quickly. Now I want to say to you, lay those things down at the foot of the cross. And then start declaring over yourself that I am a loving person. I am a kind person. I am long-suffering. I am filled with the Spirit of God. I am rich in Jesus. I carry the anointing power of the Lord. I have been baptized with Christ Jesus. I will fulfill my calling and my destiny. I will do great and mighty exploits for the Lord. I will fulfill every promise that God has made over my life. Today I'm shaking off all negativity, all fear. In Jesus' name, I'm stepping up into the, into the fullness of the call. Hallelujah. I want to remind you of this. I want to remind you of this. Uh, Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter um, 7. 2 Corinthians. Let me just make sure. Is it, chapter, is it verse 7? You can just go and look this up. 2 Corinthians. He says in the Passion Translation. The extraordinary level of the revelations that I have received. Is no reason for anyone to exalt me. For this is why. A thorn in my flesh was given to me. And it says it's the adversary's messenger sent to harass me. You might have been wondering what the thorn in the flesh was. It is the adversary, it's the devil that kept on coming with contrary voices. Coming to want to discredit Paul. Coming to keep him out. Keeping him from becoming arrogant. He says three times I've pleaded with the Lord to release me from this. But he answered me. And this is what the Lord is saying to you today, child of God. He says, my grace is always more than enough for you. And my power finds its full expression through your weakness. Then Paul says, so I will celebrate my weakness. For when I am weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. So I'm not defeated by my weakness. <coughs> But delighted. For when I feel my weakness, 
and I endure mistreatment, when I am surrounded with troubles on every side, and when I find persecution because of my love for Christ Jesus, I am made yet stronger, for my weakness becomes a portal for God's power. Hallelujah. The power of the Christian, the power of the church, your power is found in being transparent with Jesus. In your weakness, he shows himself strong. In your weakness, he comes and he magnifies his name. He walks in front of you. And I thank you, Lord, that right now, right now, you strengthen, you strengthen your children. You endow them with a spirit of wisdom. That the lowest that you've ever been, if this is your lowest point today, then I want to declare to you by faith that this is the lowest that you will ever be in your life. It might sound like a cliche, but if you will make up your mind to say that I am not going to be defeated, I am not going to have my weakness run my life, but I am going to walk in the fullness of Christ Jesus because actually I died with Christ and I am alive in Him. My reputation is not in who I used to be. It is not in the name that my parents has given me. The Lord says, I give you a new name. Hallelujah. It is a name that will be written on you. And it, that name will only be known by you and Him. Your new name signifies the battles that you've overcome. Your new name signifies uh, all of the trials and tribulations that you have faced with Christ Jesus. It has shown that you might carry the battle scars, but the Lion of Judah has carried you through in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So as we end of today's session, I just want us to pray and thank the Lord uh, for this. This is the walk, walk of faith. This is the unspoken journey towards greatness that you can always run to the Father. You can always make right. And you know what? You don't go back and start where you used to be. You don't go all the way back. It's not like a, a, a game um, where you play or an Xbox or PlayStation game where you might start way back at the start of the level again. No, no, no. The Lord Jesus says, because of my blood, I set you up for success. So if you come and you bow your knees, you repent, and you are constantly in line so that the power of the cross can have its full expression in your life. He will set you up for greatness. You're not going back to where you started. No, no, no. You've already overcome those challenges. But by you being humble today, the Lord Jesus says, I will pick you up. I will set you high above all the principalities and the powers of this world. He says in Revelation 4 verse 1 to you, he says, come up higher. He says to you by your name, come up here. There is a door standing open in heaven. And I'm calling you to come and see life from my vantage point. I want to show you things to come. I want to show you what's happening in your future. I want to remind you right now that as a Christian, you're not walking in the dark. No, no, no. The light shines in your path. The light shines ahead of you. And as you are in the word of God and you've got a fresh zeal and a passion to read the word, to study the scriptures, he will show you the next step. He will show you your future in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, we just bless your name today. I thank you for this word that has gone forth. I thank you that you bring it to perfection. I thank you, Lord, that this person is going from victory to victory, from joy to joy, from strength to strength. I thank you that your cross carries power, that we are your children, we are partakers of the light. And I just pray for provision right now where there was any lack. I pray for a soundness of mind where there was confusion. I pray for a heart 
that is filled with hope, where there was dissatisfaction and disappointment. I pray for fruitfulness where there was barrenness. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I want to thank you so much for listening to this broadcast. If this has meant something to you, I would like to ask you to share this on your social media platforms. It is now the time to get the word of God out. It is now the time to encourage one another. And and, and I want to say to you, be very careful what you listen to. Be very careful with your time. Um, become become very very careful with your time. Steward it well. Get rid of distractions and rather get rather get into the Word of God. Then He will show you what it is that you have to have to do it or not. What it is that you have to become? So I'm going to ask you again: share this feed, share this broadcast. I'm not coming to you with eloquent speech. I'm coming to you with a conviction in my heart that I have to speak the oracles of God that I have to be obedient when he speaks and I know that whenever his word is spoken no matter the vessel that it always carries power and it always brings forth a mighty harvest in Jesus name I want to encourage you to go and um, do something for the Lord Jesus if he lays on your heart to buy groceries for someone do that act in obedience you see quick and immediate obedience is necessary in these times if he says to you uh, go and go and pray for someone Go and give someone um, any aid. Phone a person that is laying on your heart right now. Text someone. Give them hope. I want to ask you, be quick to obey. Because everything that you do in quick obedience is a seed that you sow into fertile ground. And the Lord Jesus will cause you to enjoy a harvest of blessing for that. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Till next time. Goodbye. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. If you'd like to help Chantel reach and impact this generation, thank you in advance for sharing this episode with your world. If you have enjoyed Throne Room Sessions, follow Chantel on Instagram, Facebook, and your favorite podcast platform, or connect with her online at royalcomeback.com.